Welcome to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I am your host and purpose career coach, Michelle Glover. Imagine how you could feel if every day you walked into work, you felt like you were walking in your purpose. That is what I call professional peace. Join me as I talk with leaders and they share their authentic journeys of purpose discovery and how they found professional peace in corporate America. Your journey to a purposeful career transformation starts now. Welcome to today's episode of the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I am your purpose career coach, Michelle Glover. And today's guest you are in for a treat is Dr. Priya Roy. She's a board certified gastrologist and entrepreneur. She's a member of the American College of Gastrology, Women in GI Committee, and current vice chair of internal medicine at a local hospital. She is also the founder of Empower You, a company that helps women of color more easily find makeup and skincare products. This business stemmed from her interest in medicine, science, beauty, and her desire and purpose to help people feel validated. Let me tell you, this episode is a masterclass on how to thread the needle in all that you do. Of course, she's not going to say that, but I'm going to say that she is closely to perfected it, but it's finding your why. And when you find your why in life, it can connect everything that you do from business, career, family, personal endeavors, and volunteer. So please tune in for today's episode with Dr. Roy, where you're going to learn how to thread the needle in all that you do. So with that being said, enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I'm so excited for today's guest, Dr. Priya Roy. Hi, Dr. Roy. Hi. Michelle, how are you? I am great. And is it okay if I call you Priam? Yes, of course. (laughs) Okay. She's amazing. And I want to make sure I respect and put respect on her name, but I also appreciate you letting me call you Priya. So for today's episode, I'm so excited to talk to you about your journey because you have a very interesting journey on where you are, but also what you're doing now. But I don't want to jump and get ahead of the game. So tell us just a little bit about you and what you do. Yes, of course. So I am a gastroenterologist and I live in Columbus, Ohio. I've got uh, two uh, young boys and I've been in practice for about 10 or 11 years now. And I am in a at a place in my life where I'm looking to expand some of the work that I'm doing. And I'm currently working on creating a company called Empower You to help women of color more easily and accurately find makeup and skincare products. Wow. So as if she wasn't busy enough with working as a doctor and also a mother, and now she's starting this business on the side, which we are going to talk about. But before we go in, I always ask our guest this question. And That is this, you know, what makes your heart sing? Yes, I think that looking at everything that I've been doing, the one thing that really gives me a lot of joy and purpose is helping others see the beauty inside of themselves and helping validate and uplift them. And I think that that's something that I'm doing in in both aspects of the work that I'm doing. Yeah, so let's talk about that. You know, often... And, and I love, you know, when you talk about that thread of helping people, you know, see the beauty in themselves and, and giving them that voice, you know, how did you find out your purpose? What was that path to purpose discovery for you? Yes, of course. So 
I think that one of the things that uh, happens to a lot of professional women, especially when you reach that midlife, mid-career stage, is trying to figure out what exactly is my path, what is my purpose in this life, and what's my legacy going to be. And as a child, I knew that I liked science, and I knew that I wanted to do something that would help people, and so that's why I went into the medical field, and I, you know, chose gastroenterology because it's it's somewhere where I can both do procedures and see patients in the office and bring all of that together. And so that is something that was really, you know, that still is and was really fulfilling for me from that aspect. And it's something where I can really learn every day and and get to interact with people and and help them. But there's a point when you reach your mid-career when you're, or at least for me, I felt that I had hit all of the goals that I wanted mm-hmm. to hit in my life. And there's the sense of, well, now I'm at the pinnacle of my success. Where do we go from here? Is this, you know, am I going to go and stand, you know, stand in line at Starbucks and live in the suburbs and go on four vacations a year and, you know, for the rest of my life, repeat it, repeat, repeat every year. So I had to sit down and think, you know, what else do I want to do? And mm-hmm. around the time that I turned 40, that when I started having these thoughts. And so one of the things that happened that year is that I actually just started trying to think, what is the legacy that I want to leave behind? Um, And I went to India and I actually got the idea to start this entrepreneurial journey after visiting India after a very, very long period of time. And I went there and I actually went to a, a store and I was able to ask them, you know, about a lipstick shade and the woman behind the counter, you know, knew exactly what to do for my skin tone. And Mm -hmm. that was something where it planted a little seed in me in terms of this journey. But that was one of the seeds that was planted that year. And then Michelle, you're wonderful. And, you know, I (laughs) knew that you were working to help coach people on their life purpose. Mm -hmm. And working with you was something that was really extremely helpful for me because I remember that I was a little bit lost at that time because I, there's, I just said, oh, I just really don't know like what sparks joy, what makes me want to, you know, get up in the morning and jump out of bed. And I had come back from being a very powerful female leader and I had spoken with you about it and you said to me, you were so excited about this. And at that time you know, we went through some exercises and I realized that part of the reason I was so excited about that particular event was that it was because I love empowering women and this woman was you know very successful in empowering women and then that's how I went back and realized that that that's what I like to do is, is to empower people and validate them. Yeah. And, you know, I appreciate that because a lot of people, clients that I work with, but even people in general right now, you know, they have that successful career and they're saying, is this it for me? And I want to have a bigger impact. So I appreciate that you went on that journey. We're so intentional about creating the impact, creating the legacy that you want. Also, you shared and I share this with clients, you know, pay attention to when you were a child, you know, Priya said, when I was a child, I really liked science and that, you know, was what was gravitating and that came easy for me. Pay attention to those things that you like doing as a child, because oftentimes without the distraction of how much money I can make, what will people think? 
Those are things that are coming to you naturally. And if you pursue and reflect back on those things and really develop them, that can also help nurture those things of purpose discovery. So I say it's those nuggets, because when you're a child, you're not worried about all of these external influences. So pay attention to those things. So I love that you you went back to when I was a child and and I really developed and honed in on that. But also one would think, okay, you are practicing as a doctor, gastrology, and then you're also doing makeup. How do those things combine? Like, how do you find that commonality where you don't feel disjointed and I'm doing two totally different things? Or do you feel disjointed? I'm doing two totally different things. (laughs) In some ways. I mean, I'm definitely, one of the things I wanted to do was push myself out of my comfort zone. So I'm one of those people that just, I love learning new things. I love reading about new things. So this is a completely different phase in my life where I am learning a lot. But I think the common thread that binds all of that to me is that sense of helping people uh, feel validated and feel seen. And I think that I do that. Yeah. And I think that I do that in my office because I know that there's, you know, a number of people that go to the doctor and they feel like they're not heard. And, you know, that as physicians, you know, and we are unfortunately so busy that we, you know, may run in and out of a room, but I really try to, you know, listen to my patients and they know their bodies best and, and I want them to tell me what they're feeling and for them to feel like they came to me and even in a very short period of time that I said, okay, I understand you as another human being and I am listening to your feelings and I'm validating you know, your concerns and we'll work together to, to solve this problem. And so that's one aspect where in the work that I'm doing right now that this carries through and then in terms of this business that I'm creating, the way that it it threads through there is this is more than just beauty and, oh, superficially looking good. You know, when you look good on the outside, you may feel better on the inside. But even more deeply than that, for women of color, traditionally, we have not been recognized in the beauty industry. And only in you know the last few years with Fenty Beauty coming out with numerous foundation shades, other companies have followed suit. And finally, people who maybe weren't able to find foundations or colors that match their skin tone are able to do that. And there's something really, I'm trying to find the right word. It's sad, but it's disheartening when you go somewhere and you say, well, I live in this society, but nobody recognizes me and what my yes. And so... That is actually the main reason that I, this is something that I'm doing. I mean, there's the scientific part of it where I'm like, okay, I want to approach this scientifically. You know, the foundation colors are all over the place and somebody has to create a, you know, some sort of scientific way, logical way to organize this. But the deeper part of it is I just want people to feel that they are truly being seen and that their needs are being met and that somebody is actually looking at that. Oh, this, that is so powerful. So A, from a clientele perspective, I have been so frustrated going to the store. I remember when I first started wearing makeup and they were like, 
maybe three shades for pe- women of color. So you were yeah. either, uh, it was like light, medium, dark. And you, right. to, and you just had to fend for yourself. Yeah. And I look back on pictures and I'm like, I sure was chalky in that picture yeah. or I sure was extra dark. And, and so you're right. So just from a frustration standpoint, I've been there looking for colors that just did not match. And as brands um, have expanded, you see more colors, but I love that it's you share and you know I'm I'm queen makeup by the way so uh, I love makeup even as a kid I remember my mom teasing me and saying like I found my dad's black shoe polish and put it all over my face and I'm like I'm pretty now <laughs> like, <laughs> and at that point she was like I was gonna kill your dad but I just I've always loved it but I, I agree that when you feel when you feel like you look at outside internally inside you feel good but better that deeper than that that thread of validation and wanting to people to feel heard threads what Priya does. So I can imagine, and we're going to talk about some of the challenges, but you know, when you, when you have that thread and knowing that I, that's what I live for, people feeling validated, people feeling heard. And let's be honest, oftentimes, you know, people of color may also not be heard. They may feel they're not heard in their doctor's office and they may not feel like they're, you know, really validated or how they're feeling is truly heard. And I know there's numbers and statistics for that. So I appreciate that aspect as well. But when we look at that thread, I'm sure that anchors Priya as she's, you know, having challenges or rough spots. And I'm sure, you know, long days, but knowing that that's feeding her fuel, feeding her spirit and her purpose, I'm sure helps make it easier. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about the challenges of managing all that you're doing and how do you stay true to what it is that you love and want out of your career and out of your life? I think it's hard. (laughs) 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 Tell anybody that it's not. And days are, are better than others. And I think years ago, I realized just even when I was doing one thing alone with you know, being a physician and a full-time physician and a mom and, you know, trying to have a family and a career. And, you know, especially when you're starting out and you're young and you don't, you know, have all the support and even the confidence that you need. Mm-hmm. That I realized that, you know, some weeks my work would get more of me and some weeks my family would get more of me and some weeks my friends would get more of me. And so that you can't, I couldn't do it all, all the time at the same time. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, you know, I sometimes have to devote time to one thing and then come back to another. I think one of the things with regard to doing, uh, trying to start a business while you are maintaining a full-time uh, job is that there's only so many hours in the day. So how do you make this work? Mm-hmm. And, you know, certainly something that's slow going and there are times when I've wanted to give up on the whole thing and say, I, you know, too much, I can't do it. But that purpose keeps pulling me back to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what, what keeps me going is that, you know, that, that purpose, that drive to, to help people. Because when I do give it up, I'm like, well, no one else is still doing this. And even if they do it, they're not going to do it in the same way as me coming at it from the medical perspective and trying to actually do something broader to, to bring people, to bring this product to people. And I think that what I have done in, in my work life is try and in everything is to follow a practice of essentialism and basically focusing on truly what's important. So figuring mm. out what my purpose is, 
what's most important to me. And then everything else is secondary to that. And so, and I think COVID helped a little bit because we were sort of stuck at home and we had to reevaluate our priorities. And so, you know, if there's meetings that I don't have to be at or work dinners or all these things, I mean, they seemed important before, but now I'm like, all of those things weren't necessarily as important as mm-hmm. I thought and so I do what's necessary to provide the care that I need to for my patients. But once I leave my work, now I'm able to leave it at work because then I need to carve out space once I leave there for my family and for creating this this company. And so I think I've had to become more efficient at work. And then also in social activities, again, what who are the people that bring joy into my life? Who are the people that I'm close with? And you know, right now are all of these other social activities necessary. And so really trying to figure out what is essential in this life and, and kind of putting everything else aside. One of the things that I struggle with too is what everybody struggles with is, you know, how much news do I watch? How much social media mm-hmm. do I watch? And that's it, getting on my phone and kind of letting my brain sort of, you know, fade into the back while I, you know, mindlessly scroll on the internet, you know. <laughs> That sometimes is my relaxation, but it's not productive. And, and trying to bring that back and rein that in, I think, is something that has also helped is working on kind of not listening to all of this other noise. What can I help with today? What can I focus on? And, and eliminating all of that excess. Yeah, so important and so critical as we're trying to do so much. And I remember there were times, and I say were, there are times that I have no idea what's going on <laughs> in the world because I it could drain me. So I'm like, okay, turn that off. But looking at those things that are important to you and looking at those things that thread, that align to the purpose and align to your why and all the other things. So it's kind of those things that fill your cup up. And doing those things. And I like how Priya said, you know, all the other stuff that was draining me, I had to stop or let go of. Oftentimes we're trying to do it all, but all the things that we're doing are really not aligned to our why and our purpose in life. And so it's draining us instead of filling our cup up. So, uh, you know, as people are listening in, do your own assessment and say, is everything that I'm doing aligned to what I want to be doing? And if not, what are some things I need to let go of? So again, we like to give those practical tips throughout these interviews because I want you to not just think, oh, she does it and it's just for Priya, but hey, I can do this too for me. So love, love, love the nuggets. And also we talked about, you know, during our prep session, you also said I had to be okay not being perfect. And oh, yes. that everything was okay. Could you elaborate on that for all of us who are yes. like, she is perfect and she has it all together. <laughs> oh, we're not perfect. I don't know, plenty of days when I don't have it all together. And that is definitely something that I had to learn. And I think that that is part of getting into your 40s, I think, is the time when at least other people that I've spoken with as well, you start realizing that you just have to be yourself, your authentic mm-hmm. self. And, you know, I I realized that I can't do everything that the world expects of me. I have to do what's important for me. And so I, I'm not necessarily going to be perfect all the time. And that's okay. And I think that that's something, especially, you know, as a 
type A personality, you know, in the field that I'm in, you're always striving to perfection, right? Nothing can go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. And, and that's really not something that's feasible. But it took me a long time to realize that that's not feasible, right? I mean, nobody can be perfect 24-7. And so, I, and, and I actually coach my kids on that now. I don't want them to fall into this trap. You know, if you make a mistake, okay, fine, you made a mistake. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. What did you learn from that? What did you learn from that particular challenge that you had to face and that mistake that happened that in the future can make you, you know, make you even better? So, you know, it's, it sounds simple when you say it that way, but it's a really hard lesson to learn. Mm-hmm. And knowing that even, you know, with the, with launching the product and with trying to start a company, there's a lot of that self-doubt that creeps in that, oh, yes. this isn't, I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't ready for prime time. And a lot of the greatest, a lot of the people that are successful just put stuff out into the world and they're like, okay, well, it may not be great. It may not be perfect right up front, but we're going to build from it. We're going to see what works and then change things and then and grow it that way. And so one of the books I was reading said you should fail fast and fail cheap. And so that's something that I'm really learning for myself is like how to fail <laughs> because right. it's actually a necessary part of mm-hmm. growing and becoming better oh wow and that's funny so we're talking about learning not to be perfect and failing you're like wait yeah. <laughs> there's got to be a middle ground but that is so true about and I mean I will preach this to the heels about just starting we wait until things are perfect. And, and I heard this quote, if you wait until you've launched and it's perfect, you've waited way too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of when the perfection comes is in the pruning and the building and getting feedback and testing and trying. And you've got to just start And that every point that you start from, I see it's the baseline. So you're only going to go up here as I have my phone beside me. And I think, what if iPhone? for the iPhone users out there. What of Android for the Android users? I'm team Android. And I don't even know if I'm on the team versus it was the phone that was on the sale. But you know, if they waited until now to launch, how many billions of dollars would they have lost? How many millions of people that they would have had have employed would have not had that if they had waited? So you just have to try, you just have to launch and you just have to get out there And even as you talked about getting out of your comfort zone, you've got to be uncomfortable and knowing that it will be okay. You know, I have this one shirt that I wear when I work out. It's like, did you die? (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) You will be okay. And you will build from it. So I I love that. And so as we talk about your long-term plans, like what are the long-term plans for Dr. Priya Roy? Yes. You know, right now I'm still, you know, full-time practicing physician. I, I really, I love my patients and I love what I do. And I think that probably within the next five to 10 years, I'd like to shift towards moving into this business that I'm creating with Empower You and, and focusing at least part-time on that. And then, you know, as long as I can continue with the medical part of my profession, I, I love to continue that. But I do want to expand into these other spaces. And so working to, to move more into that. And then when I, you know, sat down and really thought about my goals at 40, I said, well, you know, I have the work that I'm doing does give back to people. And I want to do something for myself. And that's why I'm on this journey where I'm learning new things and, and trying something different. 
And then after 10 years, I would love to start a charitable foundation. And because I definitely give to people on a regular basis. I think that every day I go to work and I help people. And, you know, this product that I'm creating is meant to be a gift to people to help them, you know, in a different way. But then there is that level of charitable giving that I really hope to leave behind as my legacy. And there are some things that I'm doing now, just you know, locally in my community, mostly focusing with you know, foster ki- foster children in our area and trying to give back to them. But long term, you know, I think I want to expand on that and make that bigger than just in my community. And so I have, you know, these levels that I want to reach over the course of my lifetime. And I think laying it out that way helps me to sort of see, okay, this is where I want to be in five years. This is where I want to be in 10 years. And I think it's much easier to reach goals if you lay them out and and have a path as to how you're going to reach them. Right. I love it. And the vision, I mean, knowing where you're going and knowing the why and then creating the path to get there. And I, and I, like I said, you know, once you write it down, A, it becomes more tangible. So you'll hear me say, and my audience knows I'll always say, write that down because once you write it down, it comes out of just this thought that you're no longer accountable for because it can come and it can go, but it becomes more of an accountability tool and it's more tangible. And then you're more likely to accomplish it if you write that down. So creating those goals for yourself, being fluid to how they come together, but just knowing what they are will help you in terms of becoming more accountable to achieve it. Before we talk about legacy and impact, because I do want to go there, a couple of, I love how you talked about the foster care. And it's another group of, you know, children who are not seen or heard. Mm-hmm. And again, Priya is kind of that purpose of helping people feel validated and giving people a voice. She's also doing that at her long range. So everything is threading together beautifully. And, um, but before we go there, let's talk a little bit more about your business, because mm-hmm. for people listening out there who want to follow you, who want to connect with you, Tell us more about it, what you do, how people can connect with you, and the services or products that you provide. Yes. So um, Phil is a product is still in the creation stage, but the goal is first to create a foundation finder and really to create it in a more scientific way because right now you go in and you're like, I don't know what shade matches, and then somebody has to, you know, you want to try it on yourself, but can't put it on your face but that's not really hygienic and then you put it on your arm but your arm's not the same color as your face and then hello put it on and you go home and then it oxidizes and you're like oh what is this you know and it just really shouldn't be hard and I, I I'm like we're you know as a busy professional you know you don't have time to buy all this stuff and then return it to the store and you know so I want to like I want to create a product where it's much easier for people to find the products that they need so they can shop online without that fear of, oh, I'm going to get the wrong product and this isn't going to work for me. So, you know, what I'm trying to do is help people understand what their skin type is. You know, I didn't even know what an undertone was until like three years ago until I started doing this. I'm like, I can't believe that's why my makeup looks off. Like I, like you said, I looked at some old pictures. I'm like, what was I wearing? I didn't know any better. So right. I, I, I want to help but, <laughs> People understand just like in simple terms, and and part of it is for me like I don't have time to sit online and like watch all these YouTube videos and tutorials. Like they're great, but I just I don't have the 
um, attention span, nor do I have the time. So I want to do something that's like easy, like you just go there and your stuff is done. Like just get it, you know, help me and, and do it quickly. Awesome. So, so excited. So how can they follow you to see and hear when launches and get connected? With- yeah. So the, <laughs> the company itself is going to be called Empowers You, H-U-E. So I have a website, Empowers You. Dot com, um, and then I have an Instagram page, and my name is U H U E Sparkle on Instagram. Awesome, cool. So, side note, I wanted to, to share that since I know people are like, okay, she keeps talking about this. How do I connect? <laughs> but then when we go back, so now I'm going to go back a little bit and go to your legacy. You know, when you think about the legacy of Dr. Pierre Roy, who is doing so much in the community with your family in the medical industry field and also with her business. And they're like, whoa. Uh, and I, even I'm like, wow, she is an amazing rock star. But you think of the legacy you want to leave behind. What is that for you? I think the legacy that I want to leave behind is, and I know that I'm already doing it, but I am trying to expand it on a, on a, in a broader way is making, I mean, even on a regular basis, just making sure that I have brightened somebody's day. Because if you help somebody on one day, that person goes home and maybe they spread that to their family or their friends. And in that way, you're impacting the world, you know, even in a small way. And so if I continue to do that throughout my lifetime, I know that I will have affected many, many people over that period of time. And long term, you know, that will pass on through the generations. But I, I think that in terms of the legacy, you know, something defined that I would be leaving behind. Um, one is just, you know, obviously my children and them following this path and, you know, knowing that in this world, I want them to be kind. I want them to recognize other people for who they are and I want them to give back, uh, into, in the community. And long term, if my business works out the way that I want it to, I mean, I think that that will make a long term impact in terms of helping people really see themselves in the in a different light and then as we've talked about in terms of charitable giving I really want to create a charitable foundation that would be there for many many years after I'm gone that will continue to give back to communities and I just like you said I just feel so strongly about especially you know that thread with the foster children and in that they are I feel so sad that they're not seen. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are stories about you know them carrying their belongings with them in trash bags. And I, when I read that, I'm like, you know, that doesn't make you feel like you're you were seen in this world. And so, really working on leaving behind a legacy where I am leaving some of these not pathways, but some of some of these areas that I have made better where other people can build upon them and continue to grow that, you know, over the coming years. That's powerful and beautiful. And, you know, when we talk about, I like it to ask, what is your why? I mean, I think we kind of unpack that throughout this interview, but, you know, when you think about what anchors you and your why and why you do what you do, what is that for you? I think that why really is helping people feel more empowered. And, and I really, if I can help somebody see the best part of themselves or see something in themselves that makes them feel better about themselves and that leaves them with more light. I mean, I think my why is spreading light 
and making people light up. And so I think, I, I think that that's actually what drives me. Awesome. Beautiful. And so with every hashtag, with every interview, we always do a hashtag, you know, because hashtags are, <laughs> and you have an Instagram, so you know about the hashtags. You know, if you had to create a hashtag for your purpose journey, um, what would your hashtag be? I know. And I've been trying hard to figure out <laughs> what the hashtag is. And of course, like I, I think my imperfect hashtag for right now is you're the only one that can live your life. And, and I think that goes back to being authentic and doing the things in your life that you think are important. Yeah. Beautiful. Very cool. And I like that you said my imperfect, like I'm putting it out there. <laughs> putting it out there, perfect or not, this is what it is. And I'm going with it. <laughs> so already we're applying what we talked about during this episode. And I always want to give the audience the closing remarks or really advice for those listening who say, you know, I'm where you were when you were at that point of, I don't know what it is that I want to do, what, what my purpose is. I have all of these good things and people would say, Hey, I want the life that you, mm -hmm. that you had, but I knew that there was something bigger for me. And you went on that journey of purpose discovery and figuring it out. But if you had to give advice for someone who's where you were when you were at that, that crossroads or, or point where you were just trying to find out your purpose, what advice would you give him or her who are listening right now? Yeah, I would say that find somewhere where you can like where you can eliminate all of the noise. Really spend some time with yourself and write down, you know, these are the places that make me happy. These are the people that make me happy. These are the events in my life that I recall um, caused me to be really excited or made me light up. And try and see if there is some kind of common thread that really brings that together. And then you have to be really good. And this is something that I've been working on the last few years. And I've been telling all my friends, actually, we're, we're on a vacation this week. And I've been telling all of my friends, you have to set boundaries. And basically, what I mean by that is, and this fits in with my hashtag that I gave you, is that, you know, you're the only one that can live your life. You're the only one that has to walk in your shoes. And so society will tell you, you need to live in this kind of house and drive this kind of car and you need to have this job and this much money and that makes you successful. But we all know that that, that doesn't necessarily make you successful. It's, it's, you know, listening to that inner voice. Your inner voice is telling you there's something else that you need to be doing. And so if you can sit down and, you know, say, okay, if I put away everyone's expectations of me, what would I really, really want to be doing? And it's not to say that, okay, then at that point in life, you, you know, drop your career and you don't have any responsibilities. It's just figuring out how you can weave that into the life that you have. Which you have done beautifully, by the way. So <laughs> great advice, great advice and getting quiet. You know, I tell clients all the time, which is why journaling is an important part of my coaching is because you've got to get quiet. Because when you eliminate the noise, a lot of times your spirit, the Holy Spirit or your internal voice will start to speak to you. And you're like, oh, who knew? Um, but you're allowing those external influences impact how you show up. So great, great advice. Again, we want you all to take some of the lessons and apply them to your own journey of purpose. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. Again, we want to thank Dr. Priya Roy for sharing the nuggets, the wisdom, the knowledge uh, to encourage you all on your journey of purpose alignment in your career. With that being said, bye, everyone. 
Thank you for listening to the Creating Your Unlimited Journey podcast. I pray that you are blessed and enriched by today's content. I pray that you choose to walk purposeful and powerful in your career journey. If this message resonated with you, please subscribe to the podcast. And for more resources on how I can support your career journey, please visit journeyunlimited.com. Thank you so much for tuning in and bye for now.